world, peace worlds, your man, Aunt Boogie. Don't worry about the name, get used to the voice, and it's another episode of Keeping the Towel. Thank you so much for tuning in and rocking and vibing with me as always, and I'm glad that you're here in the mix with me. So, ladies and gentlemen, you already know the game. This is the round that we're about to get ready for, the fight that we're ready for, and I know that a lot of you, a lot of you are still out there making sure that you keep your towels and ready for another fight. So, let's get right into it. You already know the drill, man. Hopefully, you're ready to get out of your locker room. You got your, you got on your gear. You got in your mouthpiece. You got on your gloves. You ready to make that walk to this ring. So, come on. Get to the ring, man, because the crowd is waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. So, let's get there. And as you're at the ring, take a look around you because everybody's waiting for you to get into this fight, as I am also. So, Get your last set of instructions and come to the center of the ring. Touch gloves with life because, ladies and gentlemen, you and I are going to be in it today because it is official. The round has officially started. Let's do this. Oftentimes when we walk through life and we move through life, we can easily just say, it'd be great that if I could be where they are. Let's start also from the beginning. Go back to when you was a little kid and you had certain vision and dreams for yourself. You had this dream that you wanted to be blah, whatever blah is. You fill in that blank. And that dream had you doing so many incredible things. Where you saw yourself becoming a congresswoman, mayor, a governor, president, a astronaut. So many things that we once saw. Doctor. Of ourselves, right? And as we grew older, something that we weren't always taught, life is going to come at you. Now, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people who stayed the course and they were able to become an astronaut, a governor, a senator, a congresswoman, a congressman, president. A lot of people did that. And others went on to other things. But for a few of us, a lot of us, I should say, that doesn't happen. A lot of us, we will have to take a different path just to survive in life. And that can be discouraging. That could be to the point where you look at yourself and you wonder, like, man, where's this dream that I had, man? Damn, where's this thing that I once said that I wanted to do for myself? But you see, we're not taught that. We're not taught, like, life will get in the way and life will, will meet you. Things happen. The vicissitudes of life happens and is at the point where that vision, that dream you have for yourself when you was a kid or a teenager, it doesn't happen like it is. Now, a lot of you may have had the pipe dream. Oh, I'm going to be an NFL baller. I'm going to be an NBA baller. Eh, the hopes of that of you making it slim. But you had that vision. You had that vision of I wanted to be the first woman to have this type of business. But once again, the vicissitudes of life came in and hit you. And many different things happened. And you decided to go to the military or you decided to go to college or not go to college, whichever one you choose, whatever path you chose, that's what you chose. And then here came, once again, things in life. It just happened. It didn't move like you thought it would. It didn't happen like you thought it should. And it was like, man, is anything going to go my way? Is anything going to happen for me? Why is it that it's happening for these people that it's not happening for me? And with the advance of social media, it's gotten much worse. Where you're hearing so many people just comparing and juxtaposing themselves to everybody else. Whether it be their friends, family, or just celebs, or people who they don't even know. They're juxtaposing themselves to these people. 
well so and so is doing it why can't i well so and so has 24 million followers you don't have 24 million followers you don't even have a million followers you don't even have a hundred thousand followers maybe or maybe you do but you sit there and we look at that and we try to be and emulate them whoever they are thing is is that at times once we come out from this fantasy world we look at ourselves we can see ourselves doing whatever but then we snap out of it and we come back into reality and then we see this is where i'm at this is where i'm working this is my current living situation this is my current financial situation this high you was on this star or this high you was on has now been taken out from under you and now it just evaporates and you land hard on the concrete of reality and oftentimes you have people who say and what's the purpose of even dreaming but that's all it's going to be it's just a dream now, a lot of people have various dreams i guarantee the number one dream a lot of people have is to be rich right oh, i want to be a millionaire i want to be a billionaire yeah all that is good but the thing is that putting in the work to get there that's the challenge because there's going to be a lot of setbacks, failures, and wrong turns, misdirections. But staying the course to get there, that's a difficult task. Now, we can go ahead and we think that some people got to this level of millionaires and billionaires. Oh, that was easy. All they had to do was. No, that was not all you had to do was or all they had to do. No, this was what they went through to get there. Another thing is that you got a lot of people, oh, I want to be millionaire billionaires but some of you will say i don't want that i want to be just famous famous for what don't know and again in the time of social media that is very very possible you can be famous for doing absolutely jack squat you don't have to do anything you just got to say a line and it becomes quote-unquote viral you do something it becomes quote-unquote viral um i think it was what the call the floss dance i was like this silly thing is 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 jumping off the charts you see every kid, every adult doing it. And I'll never forget when former NBA player Kevin Garnett interviewed the kid about it. And it was like, so, man, making it sound like it was something so deep. So what went into that? Just what went into the, the process of you doing this? How many hours did you practice? I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? But again, just be famous. Now, in the 90s and early 2000s, people were famous for doing absolutely nothing. Can go ahead and name them Anna Nicole Smith The Hilton Sisters Cole Richie I think is the name Yeah Just being famous for nothing Now it's much worse You don't have to do Much anything And you're just famous You just have An incredible amount of followers You know If you got someone Who just rants all the time They can have An incredible amount of followers And that's just how it is But you on the other hand You will say Well I have this idea I have this That I'm presenting to society That I think will benefit society And I can't even get this off the ground I'm not even getting looked at I'm not even getting views I'm not even getting no followers I'm not even getting anything But this person can belch the alphabet Like everybody else can They're getting 15, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000 views And then more followers coming at them Again, that's just the way how it is What we tend to fail to see Is that oftentimes, which it is is just for the moment the person will blow up and do dope things for that moment they're the hot joint for the now they're the novelty and then within a year two three four five years later it's like who the, the who when the super bowl happened a few weeks ago i was like wait doesn't that looks like paris hilton they was interviewing her and it's like it was her but i was like wow you haven't even heard about her nothing about her at the time you just saw her face everywhere 
perfume, billboards, burgers, everything. And I was like, what does she do again? Again, nothing. You can easily just tick off names that just got famous for just for doing nothing, for just being famous. Once we see all that, we just wonder, well, why am I doing anything? All I got to do is just find something stupid to do and I can get famous, which you don't want to do because it can get you hurt or it can get arrested or you can really mess up your reputation and you can see a lot of those people when they look back on their life yeah their reputation is kind of kind of skewed right now we shouldn't get to that space where us juxtaposing ourselves and like man i would like to just be on that wherever i go people just know who i am or i can walk into the store and i could just drop whatever to buy whatever yes that's all sounds good but you want to bring some value 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 to the world there's some people that you will look at in our history not even just society but in our history and you'll see that they came from obscurity to becoming something incredible again you can take off names i'm not gonna do it but you can take off a lot of names you'll be like yeah that's right she did come from obscurity and then now here this person is yeah this person did come from obscurity and then all of a sudden now they're a household name it just takes time some it takes time others it really doesn't to those who took time to get become a household name yeah it didn't just happen overnight it took a lot of work one person who i look at all the time and i and i give a lot of respect for is dr eric thomas et if you don't know about who he is shame on you go ahead and check him out but to hear him say yo i was doing this seven years prior before anybody even knew about me i didn't just start doing this i've been doing this you know his story he, he brags about it all the time he gets at three o'clock in the morning and he was like yeah i've been doing this i remember when i first saw eric thomas when he was like <laughs> behind a, a screen it was like a, a, a just a regular light like like he just put a light bulb on him and he just came with the same energy it was nothing different same energy and i remember when he was talking about yo i'm gonna get my million dollars that's what he kept saying my million dollars is coming i'll never forget it and his energy was just so infusive it was so captivating like you're like wow and i never forget when people were seeing this guy i was like whoever this guy is i want whatever he's on i want whatever he's drinking i want whatever he's eating but now after years eric thomas is now a household name particularly in the youtube streets you'll see his you'll see his face or you'll definitely hear his voice on everything everything considering motivation you'll definitely hear him on it it was not about where he was at the moment he still saw himself for better i saw this this flick on netflix i'm not really a netflix guy but i saw it um genius the documentary about kanye west and it's an incredible documentary about this guy this man literally spoke his life, manifested his life into existence. What he saw of himself and everything, he said, it was something that he said that was interesting to me. He said, I want to be able to have people to know me by, just by one name. They don't need to say my whole name, just need to say one name. Like, you know, Cher, Kobe, Michael, depending on which Michael you're talking about. But he said the same thing. He said, that's what I want people, I, I want to have that. I want people just to, just to say, just to know me and just say my name by one name. And that's how he is now. You don't even have to say Kanye West. You just got to say Kanye. You know exactly who he is. And the origin of his name is interesting. Ethiopian French. Very, very interesting. It was so incredible to hear this man speak of what he saw for himself. But also it was not just that. It was just his boy. I think his boy named Cody or Cootie. Cootie followed him. But because he believed in this guy 
and followed him from the jump. And then they showed you all the stuff Kanye did from all the music that he once did before, tracks and everything. He was like this up and coming producer. And then everybody just started, his name started traveling and then people wanted to get with him. But what was so crazy that when he did All Falls Down and Jesus Walks, this man had that long before long before this dude was way ahead of his time so far ahead of his time and that's what made this dude literally a genius and i was just so impressed over the fact that this guy said i'm trying my best to get into this i want to be able to sign a deal and everything that's what he was about and he also said that in his in his songs the fight of signing a record deal he spoke about that many times in his songs and then here it was he was trying to get with Rockefeller Then he had with Rockets Records And it was like a toss up between But people didn't know where to get with this guy Because the main thing was They said no Producers can't be rappers That's what was said Again This guy was a different energy A different fireball Now That's all you see is producers becoming artists Go ahead name producer right now They're artists No matter who they are No matter what genre They're an artist They can sing They can rap They can play an instrument They all do it when I saw with Kanye, it brought me to something. Because this brother was just really trying his hardest to get something done for himself. And at the end of, I think it was just one episode I saw at the time. But that first episode, I was just so struck with this one thing that was in my head. Where you are does not determine who you are. I'll say that for you again. Where you are right now does not determine who you are. It does not define who you are. It doesn't define where you will go. But if you're willing to put in the work, the consistent work and constant work, it doesn't mean that's where you'll be forever. Now, there's a lot of you been told that. Oh, your mother was this. Your pops was this. Your aunt was this. Your brother was this. Your sister was this. More than likely, you'll be that. But how many times we read stories where we heard some people say, nah, I came from the gutter and now I'm a medical doctor. How many times have we heard about that? And you know what? That story never gets old because it's always amazing when you can hear someone who beat the odds from the streets. It's always amazing when you can hear someone beat the odds of something, being a former drug addict, now they open their own drug center and helping other people. Yo, those things never get old. Why? Because it shows us where these people were doesn't mean it determined who they were going to be. I say this to a lot of you were students in school high school college where you are right now does not mean this is who i am i'm just gonna be this person who's just gonna look to get a job and just work no not really want to fight that good you gotta fight that you gotta fight that that stigma because you want to be able to do something different absolutely now don't get me wrong you're gonna have people say well you just gotta have a job at least you got a job be grateful you have a job but then there's a lot of you who like no i am more than just having a damn job i'm more than this i don't just want a job where i just get up clock in do what i gotta do clock out and then just go to sleep and wait to do this whole thing all over tomorrow and then my whole life is around this job that does not make me happy barely pays me enough so i gotta do all this to prove what but you want something different for yourself there's a lot of people out there today who are now ceos a lot of people out there who are incredible business owners who are incredible entrepreneurs who can tell you where they first started you hear some of the stories where they started from you be like you did what you worked at mcdonald's i mean how many of them don't tell you that they worked in a fast food joint which was 
nothing wrong with it, but they can tell you what it did for them. They can tell you, yeah, I worked on the farm. You worked, you worked on the farm? Yeah, I was I was an insurance adjuster. You was you was what? You was pushing papers? But again, we didn't see that. I think it was a gentleman, he was a real estate owner and developer in New York City. Man started out driving taxis. New York City taxis. That's how he started out. That I don't know if he's still alive, but I think he is. Can't remember his name. But the dude basically was owning buildings in spots where you wouldn't expect someone like him to own them. Fifth Ave, Upper West Side, Central Park area, all these spaces. You're like, whoa, the Upper East Side and all that. This is where he was at. But again, where he was didn't determine who he was going to be. Didn't determine that. And you can hear someone say, yeah, I started this bakery, this company in my kitchen. Now they have chains of stores. Once again, it did not determine who they were. It does not determine who you are. And I know it gets frustrating at times when you sit back and you say, man, is this ever going to work out for me? Is this ever going to happen for me? I see this for myself. And I mean realistic stuff now. I'm not just talking about some idealistic thing at times. I'm, I'm talking about realistic stuff like, yo, I can actually see myself doing this. Yes, I can see myself being this level. I can get up to this level. I'm able to do that. But my thing is, is that are you still so harping and still dealing with the fact that, man, look at where I am. This is where I am. Look, look at, look at my situation. How can I come out from this? It is possible. It is possible. You think you're the only person who's been let go from a job? You think you're the only person who's been let go from two jobs? You think you're the only person who had to take on two jobs? You think you're the only person? And it just felt like the grind was never going to stop. But here's the thing that was different. The people who did all that, who had to work two jobs, some three, they saw what their purpose was. It's all right. Well, I'm doing three at the moment. This first one is, the, is my major income. The second one is a supplemental income. This third one is play money. All right. Let me see how I'm going to do this. Now I'm able to go ahead and take out the second job because that's not needed as much anymore. I knew I was going to only do this for... A year or two The third job I said I was going to do this For about Six months Or a year That's gone Now Alright Maybe I can keep this one But now I can work less hours Now I got my My major one Now I can scale back On the hours with this one Because now I'm able to take The money I made from it And invest it for this For myself So I can do That Now I can have an LLC In my name And I'm not talking about Just having LLC Just say you got an LLC For tax purposes Or whatever because that irritates me when I hear people say, yeah, I got an LLC. What? Yeah, it's just there, though. It's just there. So you just have a name and it's just there. You paid all that money to do that just to say it's just there. <sighs> At least, dear God, do something with it. That's the frustrating part. So I say to you, where you are right now does not determine who you are going to be and who you are. It does not determine who you are. It does not make who you are. You can hear stories of people who were once homeless to now... They're a CEO. They're now an executive and they're making bank. But doesn't determine where you are, sister. Doesn't determine where you are, brother. Does not determine that. I know you will sit there and be like, man, but look at me, Boogie. I'm doing the best that I can. I'm trying everything and this is not happening. This is not working. And it just seems like whenever I look at my friends, I'm hearing another person got promoted and this person caught this. They got another good windfall of something, another successful thing for them, another great opportunity for them. And I'm not there. I can do the same work. I work even hard or if not 
harder than them and I can't get nowhere. How do you know you worked harder than them? How do you know you worked as hard as them? You don't know their story. Now, if you was there with them from jump, you was there from them from side by side, then I get it. And this person just laid their way through, meaning like, ah, whatever, whatever. If it happens, it happens. And they just so happen to trip into it. You, on the other hand, you didn't trip into anything. You had to deal with one rejection letter after another in your email or a text. Whichever way you're being told, no. Maybe there's things that you're going to have to go ahead, some skills you're going to have to learn, relearn, polish. It happens. But it does not determine who you are. So please, don't sit there and think that you are just destined. You're destined for low. You're destined for mediocrity. You're not destined for that. That's what you're doing wrong. You are speaking this over yourself. You're speaking this over yourself. You are not destined for that. Your present circumstances don't determine where you can go. They merely determine where you start. Say that for you again. Your present circumstances don't determine where you can go. They merely determine where you start. That's Nito Cuban. I like that. Present circumstances don't determine where you can go. That is true. It's about where you start. That's all you got to do is launch, start. Look, we can plan, 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 and plan. A lot of you want to have a plan within the plan, of a plan, through the plan, by the plan. But by the time you finish doing all those plan, 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 guess what? You don't want to launch. Sometimes you're going to just have to fly the plane by putting it, putting the pieces together. Simple as that. Sorry to put it to you. Yeah, you may just got the wings, but then you're going to have to put the body and then you're going to have to get the controls and then get the wheels. Sorry to put it to you, but that's just how it's going to have to be until that plane can officially soar. So what's going to happen during that time? The plane is going to flop. It's going to crash. Then you got to do it again. Fly, 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 and then now it starts to take off some wings and it starts taking off the air a little, crash again, and then you gotta build it up again and fly it again. And then now no longer you staying in the air for just five seconds, but then now you're staying in the air for 60 seconds, right? Like the Wright brothers, when they first started to build an airplane, they only stayed in the air for 60 seconds, their first try, 60 seconds. Then keep trying, keep going, keep building, you're adding new parts, new things, new skills, new ideas. So then now, here it is. Now you're no longer flying for 60 seconds, 2 minutes, 5 minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes. Now, look what we can do in the plane. You can stay on the plane for hours, 18, 20 hours at a time without refueling. So please, where you are right now does not determine who you are. If you believe who you are, if you believe in yourself, if you believe in your vision, believe in what you can do and what you are able and capable of doing, and you're passionate about it, you better stick with it. Because, boy, that's one thing life will do. It will be a sifter. It will say, huh, so you really don't want to do that, huh? Huh, so while it's sifting you through, huh, you don't really, ah, oh, there we go. That's coming out. Look at that. That's That passion is gone. Oh, look at that. That's leaving you. Whew, there we go. Now came down to the bare minimum of who you are. You just happy with just existing. That's it. You're just happy with existing. Everything finally went through the sifter. So how about when life starts to sift you? I'm just going to wait for this passion to go. Nope, it ain't going nowhere. I'm going to wait for this love for it to go. Nope, it ain't going nowhere. I'm going to wait for your determination for this thing to go away. Nope, it ain't going nowhere. And after being shaken through the sifter for a long time, you still got the same passion, the same love, the same desire to do whatever it is that you want to do and become for yourself. There you go. 
That's life letting you know, all right, let's go. Keep moving this. While you're being sifted, you're still building yourself. I told you this in the previous episode before. Opportunity. Timing. So what's going to be left of you when life puts you through the sifter? What's going to be of you? Life puts you through the sifter of testing to see what you really have in you, what you have left. Only you will know. Yo, y'all, thank you so much for rocking and vibing with me as always. I thank you so much for chilling with me. And ladies and gentlemen, go ahead and check me out on my different platforms of social media. You got me on IG, Twitter. Also, you can go ahead and support the show, Keeping the Towel, on PayPal. I have the link there, so I would love to have your, your support. Of course, I love your listenership, but it's always good to have a little more support, all right? So go ahead and tell a friend to tell a friend about Keeping the Towel. Spread the news about this podcast, and that they, too, will go ahead and support it in every way possible, folks. So, ladies and gentlemen, like I always tell you, wipe the blood, wipe the sweat, wipe the tears, but whatever you do, don't throw in your towel. Ladies and gentlemen, this round is officially... Over. This is your man and Boogie. I'll check you when I check you. I'll see you when I see you. I am out of here.